0: Hello, hello. I'm Michelle, and this is the Bookkeeping with a Purpose podcast, the podcast for anyone wanting to learn church finances and how to serve the local church with excellence. I am a church finance consultant, and I am also an enrolled agent who specializes in minister taxes. I have had the honor of helping churches ensure compliance in all areas of their finances, as well as helping ministers with their unique tax status for the last decade. In this podcast, you are going to get the very best advice on how to properly handle all things church finances, payroll, and minister taxes, all with a healthy dose of Jesus. So grab a notebook and pen, my friend, to take some great notes, and let's do this. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. I am so happy to be back with you again. Um, As you know, it's been... Uh, a few weeks since we've had a new episode and that's just because life happens and too much of it happened at once (laughs) so I had to take care of some some things going on so that I could focus on uh, training and teaching again and I thank you for allowing me that time. There were a couple of you that reached out via email and just asked if I was okay to see if we were going to Continue with the podcast, or if it had ended, and that you have no idea how much that tickled me. That was just awesome. So, thank you so much for caring that let me know that there are people that still listen to it, that still want to learn about church finances. And so, that's what we're going to talk about. So, today, Um, as you know, we're in the fourth quarter. Fourth quarter is really busy for churches. You got a lot going on, especially when you get to December, you've got all the holiday things going on. But one of the things that you should be thinking about right now, especially if you're on a calendar year is your annual budget. Most churches will not meet in uh december for any type of business meeting or stuff like that so this need really needs to be done and approved in november which is just next month so today we're going to talk about three steps to help you create a sound church budget okay there are lots of things that we could talk about but we're just going to talk about three of them today the first one is Is that I want you to identify and evaluate the programs or activities that help further the mission of your church. Okay. So, you're saying, girl, what exactly does that mean? That was a mouthful. This is what I mean. Okay. So, you need to think about what is the mission of your church. If you're in an inner inner city church, your mission may be to reach those kids. To reach the youth and the children in those inner cities. So you're going to want to make sure that you have a budgeted line item for programs and activities that are going to help uh, build those children and youth programs. If you're like a little country church out in the middle of nowhere and you like it out there, you're likely not going to have a huge uh, kid and youth ministry going on, but you probably got quite a few senior adults. So you need to plan and budget for senior adult ministry. Okay. Does that make sense? All right. So the second thing I want you to do. Is I want you to define your church's compensation philosophy. What that means is. There are even though you could be grouped into a small church. A medium-sized church. A large church. A mega church. Okay. Regardless of the size of your church. Where you're located. And especially your specific uh, community that you're in, you're going to have a different philosophy of how you want to compensate and pay your staff, all right? So you can go everywhere from a your staff have taken a vow of poverty all the way up to well above average compensation. Of course, you've always got to keep in mind reasonable compensation rules still apply to your minister's. Um, but you can, you just need to determine, okay, are we going to be, you know, average? Are we going to be right across the board? We're going to stay in line with what every other church about our size in our area does, or do we want to put more into programs and our staff are willing to take a little less in compensation. So you're a little below average. Or you can say, you know what, we want to make sure our staff are paid well, we appreciate them, we want them to know that, we think that we can do this, so let's go a little above average, but still within that reasonable compensation. All right. And then third, I want you to give your estimate of the funds you will need to accomplish your mission for the given time period. What this means is, people, (laughs) when you do a budget, budget your income. Don't just say, this is how much we want to spend. All you got to do, people, is add all that up and then put it at the top as saying, this is what we need to budget for tithes and offerings. This is what we need to budget for our designated funds, okay? Um, Well, you really won't budget for designated funds, um, but you for your building fund, for whatever funds that you have going, but especially for your tithes and offerings, you just need to do your best estimate. And for those who have never done a budget, and yes, there are still churches that don't do a budget and people, you need to be doing a budget, all right, is if you don't know where to start, just look at what you spent last year or take an average of what you spent over the last three to five years. And if you think it's gonna stay about the same, use those numbers. The wonderful thing about budgets is that they are not set in concrete, they are fluid. They can be changed anytime they need to change, but start somewhere. So please do these three things, identify and evaluate your programs and activities that you want to do, okay? After you've done that, Define your church's compensation philosophy. How do you want to pay your staff? And then third, give your estimate of the tithes and offerings of the income that you're going to need. And you don't have to be, some churches can go really, really conservative. They're going to say, okay, we think we're going to bring in $100,000 this year, but we're only going to budget for eighty just to be safe. Okay, you can do that. It's, that's what you feel you need to do. But I'm telling you right now, folks, if your church is a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church, then you serve a big God, and we need to sometimes set budgets that are a little bit out of our reach, just so we can invite God to do something cool, and then be excited when He shows up. And you know what? If you fall under budget, it's okay. If you go above budget, that's awesome. Okay, um, just please get a budget, get something down on paper. Um, if you, you know, if you need help, there are lots of resources. Well, not a lot of resources, but there are resources that you can go to. Definitely start with your local denomination, state denominational office. They should be able to help you. Um, and if not, then reach out to someone that you think can help you. And Depending on the community you're in, reach out to another church in your area that can help you um, with this. So that's going to be all that we're going to talk about today. So hopefully those three steps to help you create a sound church budget will help getting you go in the right direction. And as always, please remember, let's strive to make an impact and not just an income. And always look your best, do your best, and be your best. And next week, we'll be talking about love offerings and why they are taxable to your staff members talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thanks again for listening to today's episode. If you learned something new or were inspired in any way, please do me a huge Omungo favor and leave me a fantastic five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It helps more people to find the show and then share this episode with someone who you think it could help. Until next time, my friend, be blessed.